Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Chocolate Bar, our lives, our strength, our time. I'm Bree. I'm Dee. And we are back again. And of course, y'all know we didn't already <laughs> fucked up the episode. <laughs> it's the first time. I'm so. try to sound really professional here, but we both have the giggles. Yeah. So it's all over. But <laughs> it is what it is. We wouldn't be us if that wasn't the case. Anyway, welcome back. Thank you again for supporting us and the love and listening. Um, this is episode 17, which is Holy super balls. crazy. I mean, we've literally been rocking and rolling. I'm pretty excited about that. Anyway, um, we wanted to chat tonight about something I think that is really relatable for women, um, relatable for strength athletes, just kind of in general. But before we get to that, of course, we want to catch up and see what's going on because this was uh, Dee's first official week at her new job. So I want to hear all the things and what has been going on with you. Um, let's see. Uh, work is great. Uh, it, this is, uh, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to say anything negative about my prior employer cause that's unprofessional and terrible. Um, but it's nice for me to feel like I am back where I belong. Let me put it that way. Um, Yay! Despite the fact that I still don't have a security clearance, so therefore I don't have a computer to work on. Um, I have been able to kind of get started on some projects. I actually found out today exactly what my projects will be. And some of them will probably be public facing, it sounds like, or at least a little bit public facing. So you guys might be seeing D public health materials in the future. I don't know. It's possible. Not D branded, but things that I've worked on. Um, so, so it's pretty cool. I, it's really cool because the stuff that I did in my last round go around at this previous job at the job I'm at now when I was there before um, those are still public facing like I see them in hospitals all the time and uh, it's pretty cool to be like I did that <laughs> right there I did that um, and I think that was the thing when uh, when people asked me what I was missing from my last job it's that the immediate so let me interject factor. real quick yes let me interject real quick uh, I this is a relatable tangent uh, random though but so like when I was dating many 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 moons ago oh I was gonna say I wait a minute what happened you told me wait <laughs> last week <laughs> no many moons ago uh, yeah we this is not that kind of party uh, not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that I uh, hey shout out to our polyamorous folks do your thing do your open marriage folks do your thing it's not my thing so anyway um many 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 moons ago um when I was younger and dating I went to this uh club one time and I was talking to this guy and he was like oh you know so what do you do blah 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 so I'm like oh well I do this i do that and he started nodding his head and he was like oh you wanted him smart hoes <laughs> and every time <laughs> literally every time i start talking to my friends and i you know catching up with them about the big you know the big things that they're doing and the awesome ball and shit they're doing at work i always have to interject with you wanted him smart hoes anyway <laughs> so I to completely com completely derail this um it's funny you say that because I actually had a, um, one of my dating standards is that if I tell you where I want to grad and undergrad or undergrad and grad, and you say something along the lines of you wanted them smart hoes or, oh, you went to a smart people school. I, I can't date you. 
I can't date you. So yeah, um, it's funny you say that. But yeah, so I am so far so good. Um, I've met with my boss. I've had some really great conversations with her. Um, I feel better. You just sound so much, you just sound so much happier and so much more relaxed. Can I just say that? Like, even in the last few days when there's been, you know, shenanigans with parking or, you know, not quite having a a permanent place to sit or ever, like, you just sound so much more at peace. Like, I feel like this was a really good move for you. Yeah, I feel like 9,000% better. Um, I was actually talking to the guy who owns the ducks that you guys have seen in my profile on and off over the last, I don't know, what, six months or so. And uh, it's funny because, (laughs) and this makes me feel like a terrible person. He actually said to me, what's wrong with you? Why are you being so nice? Is it that good? Like, (laughs) I've been that kind of my outward facing um affect has been so kind of i guess dimmed and just uh, blunted by the stress that was ongoing from where i was i think finally i it's kind of like the shade has been lifted and <laughs> the clouds have gone you away know whatever <laughs> it's it's one of those situations where you don't realize how badly you felt or how bad things truly were until you start feeling better Mm-hmm. then you're that's like exactly. damn my shit was fucked up that's exactly what it is and you know i'll tell anybody if because i know that there are people who listen who work for the same company i worked for i think there are there are people who definitely have the temperament for what i did there are people who are great at it it just wasn't for me and the, you right. know i i had to go back to an environment and a setting and a subject matter <laughs> that mm-hmm. really for I like I said I think I said in our last episode I it really is important to me that the things I I do and the things that guide my career sit pretty close to um things that are near and dear to my heart even even though the Mm -hmm. subject matter I'm working on right now is not something I've studied before and that's actually kind of cool to be studying things and working on things that I haven't studied before I've been doing the same subject matter pretty much since I started my career so to do the same tasks but in a different subject matter yeah Um, it's nice to stretch yourself it's kind of cool it's kind of you know i'm getting to learn new things some really nerdy things you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm i'm in a much better place i feel much better it was and here's our funny story that i i was talking to my boss um for those of you who don't know i work i've kind of been vague about it but i've but i've said enough that i think people know kind of what i do um i'm a contractor so i have an on-site boss who is the employee of the company or the location or the site or wherever where i work and then i have the actual contracting company i work for and my boss at the contracting company she she laughs at me because i asked her this question um in our one-on-one and i said to her i said well what do you how do we we were talking about you know time cards and things like that and billing and hourly billing and things like that that come with being a contractor and i said well what do you do if you have to work on a saturday or a friday night or a sunday how do i bill that and she just laughed and she was like you won't period ah oh, music to my ears you won't do that period and she said if for some reason you had to do that i would probably be making a phone call before i cleared that cleared you to do that so no you won't do that and to kind of feel that after having lots of you know i work even if i wasn't being told to work which was very rare that mm-hmm. anyone tell me to work on the weekends feeling the need to check in and to do work during the right. weekends 
after four years of that to be told to basically have someone laugh at me for even thinking of doing it is really nice it's a beautiful thing listen i totally get it like i mean that was one of the reasons that i transitioned out of practicing law because i was just like i want to work on whatever i'm working on and when five o'clock hits i'm gonna leave this shit on my desk and take my african-american ass home and not think about it anymore and it is a beautiful thing it really really mm-hmm. is and if you choose to do some extra work on the side that's one thing but for that to be your you know de facto life choice <laughs> the expectation sitting, yeah, yeah it's not it's, okay we're sitting here and you work a 12 hour day or a 10 hour day so yeah i think i'm, I'm just in a much better place i feel better um i dyed Yay. my hair as i think a lot of people saw on instagram i dyed my hair this weekend um now that i'm firmly entrenched in the job it's i don't Yay. know what color this is depending on what light you see me and it's sometimes it's red sometimes it's auburn sometimes it's purple um i had someone and else you know, call I it pink that. so it's somewhere in that in that range of pink to red and purple i whatever you want to call it it works i'm happy with it uh the little slight departure from my usual darker red brown darker caramel colored just a slight departure now that i can do that a little bit so yeah i think that's all i did I trained a little bit this weekend you know i, I yeah. took it easy yeah pretty simple weekend. i'm into yeah. it i'm into it yeah and your yeah. work outfits have been fabulous so I, I, I've it is so fun to get dressed together yeah it's nice to do that you know i like i i actually enjoy getting dressed i'm one of those weirdos who really does genuinely enjoy putting together i don't wear pants let's just be clear about that i don't believe in pants Mm -hmm. they're against my religion um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i do like getting dressed i do like a good i do like a nice sheath dress i do like you know you know you know me and my blazer habit Mm -hmm, jackets mm -hmm. and blazers are my thing so it is nice to have a reason to put on an outfit and go out and look nice i mean and and the fact that there are actually a fair number of good-looking men and good-looking people around in general it's nice to have co-workers who look nice it's nice to have you know so yeah it's been fun i work in a cute little area with lunches and things like that so yeah i'm enjoying yeah so what have you been doing about the lunch thing are you still bringing do you bring your lunch or have you been just kind Um, of winging it or i know you were doing the meals prep service for a while i am still meal prepping well Mm -hmm. having a meal prep service i bring my lunch Mm -hmm. most days only because we all take such diverse lunch hours yeah unless you're really planning to go to lunch with someone i mean we've got a cafeteria in the building and literally i can see out my boss's window six or seven restaurants and a grocery store (laughs) um Mm -hmm. i'd be broke really quickly yeah lunch yeah yeah i always bring my lunch i mean it's a very rare occasion that i don't Um, yeah and it works out nicely because that my meal prep guy he freezes most of the meals there are a few things yeah so how have you been liking that you said you were going to do a review after you started um tasted a few of the meals yeah the guy's name is chris ford um Mm -hmm. and his company is ford foundational fitness i don't know that he is outside of georgia just yet but metro atlanta area georgia folks he does Mm -hmm. do meal preps um i really like his food they're legitimate what he's done is he makes normal food so i'm not out here eating slabs of chicken breasts and things like that um like for dinner i just did a chicken tortilla soup Mm, Um, i saw that i think that looked good yeah i had i ordered two or three of those um this Mm -hmm. afternoon i had he was on a soup kick lately because i think fall Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so we had uh what is that minestrone we had that i had that for Mm. lunch I have stuffed nice. peppers in there. I haven't taken pictures of stuffed peppers, but I've had Now, that. does he include the macros, or do he you, does. like, is it easy to figure out? Oh, that is 
awesome. He puts them on the top, and he is a—he's got a PhD in nutrition, so he knows what he's doing. Get it's out. not just you know some random dude in the kitchen. He knows that what he's doing, awesome. and he takes things and he makes them. Um, I think what makes it cool for me is that he takes things that I probably would think of doing if I sat still, right? And does them. So he nice. did shepherd's pie, and he figured out how to do shepherd's pie. If you're a shepherd's pie fan, he figured out how to do that with like I think a cauliflower crust and all this other stuff, oh. and it was legit. Like interesting. He's making he and he'll use um I have a pad thai dish in there that he did. Ooh. And instead of like the normal noodles he used those black bean spaghetti noodles nice. that they have. So he's he takes recipes that are pretty standard and mm-hmm. they're not exactly I'm not gonna say they're super they're clean in the sense that they're cooked and they're yeah. washed and they're clean in the sense that it's vegetable based, healthy food, whatever. Yeah. Um, but they're meals. It's not a nice. You know, I'm not calling and getting a bushel of asparagus and ten yeah. pounds of just plain grilled chicken. These are yeah. actual cooked meals. So I've been enjoying. Ooh, we'll his put food. his info. Maybe I don't know if he has a website or whatever. Maybe we can put his info in the um, episode. He notes. is on. He's definitely on Facebook. So we will make sure we get that in case anyone in the metro area wants to cool. link up with him. And if you have questions, you can also just DM me, and I'll point you in his general direction cool cool i like I it. Need to tell like him it. to get on instagram it's easier to yeah. tell people on instagram i need to remind mm-hmm. him about that so yeah that's cool, what i've cool. been up to eating work working not working on the weekends dyeing my hair right red. i feel like i'm having a midlife crisis <laughs> yeah i know right it's like i have all this time and newfound my energy life, my life has flipped over like new car like, like, I like yeah it. like my life is weird it's crazy so yeah that's I it. Like it i like it i like the new dye i like it I, I'm, I'm having fun i'm having fun cool cool so what have you been up to man oh gosh um what have i been up to so yeah let's see last time i talked about my birthday i talked about messing up my leg uh last week at at work was fine it was i know it last week was you know same old same old same old bs at work and everything else um so one of my uh, several birthday presents was um, going to the y'all know I am a diehard Oakland Raiders fan Raider Nation. Woo! Um, and so I my husband got tickets for our family to go to the Raiders versus Washington football team game. I do not say Redskins. Well, I just said it. But anyway, um, they were the playing Washington the Washington team. <laughs> They were playing the Washington football team on Sunday, um, and I had really been looking forward to the game. And, you know, it it was really interesting because, of course, by the time y'all listen to this episode, um, mostly everyone has sort of been privy to the whole um, controversy in the NFL with Colin Kaepernick and, you know, players protesting the national anthem and taking a knee and all of that. So a lot of folks, you know, have made the decision to, you know, boycott the NFL this, you know, year. And I completely understand. I stand 100% behind Cap, but I was like, listen, I got these tickets. I'm going to this game. (laughs) Um, And, you know, just as a little side note, so here's what's kind of been bothering me about this whole thing. Like, you know, Again, I completely get where Cap is coming from. I completely 
support him and I just think he is an amazing person and I you know it's interesting because I'm like you know despite what the NFL has tried to do with blackballing him like this dude is going to go down in fucking history he's going to be like those three athletes from the Olympics you know giving up the soul mm-hmm. fist he's going to be like you know Jesse Owens Jackie Robinson like you know he's literally going to this is going to go so far beyond his time for generations and generations um and you know I get that and I support him but I'm also the kind of person where I feel like you can actually boycott something or stand for something and like not every not tell everybody that you're doing it like it's totally Mm -hmm. fine like if you're boycotting the NFL or you're not going to games that's great like that's your choice and that's fantastic but do we really need to hear about it every other second like you know all the posts like it's Sunday and I'm hanging out with my kids instead of playing football and I'm thinking well motherfucker you should have been hanging out with your kids all this time anyway like why you get a brownie for that but anyway I digress so initially I was feeling kind of weird but I was like you know what I'm gonna go to this game and I'm going to have an amazing time sitting my african-american ass down during the national anthem um and I was also really curious to see you know what the players and the coaches were going to do because this game um was like I said was sun this past Sunday and this was actually on the heels of a lot of other you know uh football teams doing the same thing taking a knee you know the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mike Tom Um, Tomlin stayed in the locker room during the national anthem so I was really curious to see how the two teams are going to handle this situation so went to the game Um, it was a beautiful beautiful day um, on Sunday so I was really excited about that I'd never been to FedEx Field where the Washington football team plays so it was just exciting Um, so I was all raided down and all my gear or whatever and my husband and my son who were big uh, Baltimore Ravens fans had their stuff on and they Oh my God, they are, they were such trash on Sunday. Like they lost 44 to zero. So I felt bad for them. I was like, y'all sure you want to wear that? But anyway, so we rolled up, we had some friends who were tailgate. Like it was just a really good time. And I just was really feeling like I'm so blessed to be able to even, you know, have this kind of experience with my family. Um, so anyway, we went into the stadium and of course, we were sitting on the um, the Oakland Raiders side of the of the stadium, and it was really interesting because when I tell you that, as far as I could see, almost all of the Raiders took a knee during the national anthem. I didn't really see, or wasn't really focused on what the other team was doing, but I mean, I just felt this swell of pride, especially on the heels of you know pretty much um Steph Curry from you know the the um Golden State Warriors being like fuck you Trump I wasn't trying to come to the White House anyway (laughs) and his whole team you know and the whole team (laughs) supporting him in that endeavor and just people really speaking out against this motherfucker like I just was so fucking proud to be from the Bay Area like that's just how we do shit so um, you know, it was just a really amazing thing to watch people finally come together and say enough is a is fucking enough. So um, that was great. Of course, it went downhill from there because my Raiders lost terribly to one of the worst teams in football. I was like, y'all are losing to the little sisters of the poor. Like, this is ridiculous. Wow. So, um, but anyway, I was, it was fun. I had a great time at the game. Like, it was super fun or whatever. Um, what else did I do this weekend? Wait, I, I have to make you laugh. That was pretty much it. I did what? I'm going to make you laugh. I totally thought the first time you mentioned going to the game, right? I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about the Raiders. I thought about it, I think, the second time you said something about it. But the first uh-huh. time I was thinking about it, all I could think about was 
Baltimore because you live in Maryland. And I really thought for a hot second that y'all had somehow been balling out and were going to fly to freak the UK to go see that <laughs> And I was like, yes, yes. One time for my adopted family, flying overseas Girl. just for one day. Yes. No. And, and let me tell like, you. Wait, Brie is a Raider I, I fan. W- She's not flying nowhere. No. <laughs> and I was pissed enough to drive 35 minutes to watch the Raiders lose miserably. Do you know how salty I would have been if I had spent my black ass coins to go across the pond and watch those Negroes not even score one point? Oh, no. So... Um, anyway, so that was fun. We had a great time at the game. And then the interesting thing was I had already decided I was going to take that Monday, which would have been uh, yesterday off because I was just like, the game started at 8.30 p.m. We didn't get back home until almost two o'clock in the morning. I was like, ain't no way. I ain't making it to the gym and I ain't making it to work. So I took Monday off. Um, oh, and the other thing too that I thought was super cool was that, you know, this was a prime time ESPN. Like this was a big fucking deal game. So for the Raiders to, to you know, take that stand in such a, you know, such a public way, I just... Y'all all, you know, y'all will always have my love. I don't care if you're in Vegas, Oakland, whatever. Like, I'm going to be Raider Nation till the day I die. Anyway, so I took my day off. And usually me taking a day off from work means I take the day off, but I still answer email and do all this other stuff. And this is actually going to tie into our episode a little bit tonight. But I took Monday off and I literally, I think I woke up. I, ended, I woke up late, but I did wake up and um, go to the gym. I came back took a nap and I literally did not check email at all. Like yes. I just was like, I need a day to decompress. I need a day to myself. It was a little difficult at first, but I literally was like, I'm not checking any email. And when I tell you like, that was just such a good feeling for me. Um, you know, and I, I woke up, you know, refreshed this morning and I was, you know, ready to go to work and do what I needed to do. So it was really, um, it, it was just something I really needed to do like self care, right? All this crazy shit that's been going on in the world. Like I've really been trying to focus more on self care and just really tuning out sometimes all of the ugliness that's happening right now. So, um, yeah, so that was Monday. Um, and here we are, it's Tuesday and, uh, Funnily enough, we were going to record this episode last night and I <laughs> fell asleep. So <laughs> that is actually a really great segue into what we are talking about tonight, um, which is sleep uh, or lack thereof. And, you know, I wanted to talk about it because I think it's such, you know, it is such a relatable subject. I mean, every woman that I know, you know, every person that I know, but particularly my girlfriends and my girlfriends that are strength athletes and bodybuilders and my girlfriends that are moms and older women and black women, like it just touches everyone about how we just are not getting enough sleep and it is getting worse and worse and worse. Um, and so I thought it would be great to talk about that tonight and, you know, kind of how that affects us as athletes, you know, some of the things, you know, how, you know, what our experience, you know, anecdotally has been with respect to, you know, not getting enough sleep, getting enough sleep, um, you know, things that maybe you can do to help um, yourself along that path. So yeah, I wanted to start there. Um, So in, you know, talking, uh, doing a little bit of research about this episode, um, you know, I really started to think about, you know, my own sleep patterns and how those things have sort of changed. 
um, over the years. And, you know, let me just say for the record, I'm probably an anomaly because I was never that kid that did not want to take a nap. Your girl was <laughs> always sleeping. Like my mother was like, you were the sleepiest baby, like on the face of the Something earth. She never, never had girl she never <laughs> had to convince me to take a nap i was like sleep word nap okay and that's literally something that has carried over into my adulthood like i when i was in you know high school you know my friends would call me you know sleepy sleepy smurf because i was always that friend when we would be you know going out or we would go over to another friend's house and hang out and everyone's it's like midnight one o'clock everyone's just you know hanging out staying up i was on the couch catching some z's like i will be over here under the blanket um even in you know college and grad school i was not that person that pulled all-nighters if i could help it like i just could not physically do it it was just painful for me um and then you know same thing you know as i got to be an adult and started working like i just needed i was i'm just one of those people that always just needed a lot of sleep um motherhood you know interestingly enough i was i think that was one of the things i was most scared of because everyone's like oh you'll never sleep again you know that type of thing <laughs> and i was like fuck what am i gonna do so you know interestingly enough and you know I, not that they're i don't want to say you know this was like a good thing that came out of my son's situation most of you you know may know i've probably mentioned this before on the podcast but my son was a preemie um he was born at 29 weeks um he was very sick when he was born very um very small and was in the NICU for six months well one of the advantages of him being in the NICU for six months is that by the time he actually came home he was already sleeping through the night and not only was he already sleeping through the night this kid could sleep through anything because um you know for those of you that don't know neonatal intensive care units are extremely noisy there's lights there's always you know alarms going off and buzzing and all of this stuff and my kid would sleep through all of it so by the time you know we finally brought him home from the hospital like i really wasn't up all night like a lot of parents like he's straight you know we would feed him his dinner he you know feed him a bottle whatever he would take his meds and that ninja was out until six or seven o'clock in the morning um Amen. so you know if if there if if i could say there was a blessing and all of that <laughs> that was probably it so my sleep really wasn't affected that much um by him per se now of course you know when he first came home we would wake up every few hours like oh is he breathing is everything okay but you know beyond that like he's always been a really good sleeper so you know thankfully again i kind of escaped that whole you know sleep deprivation thing with respect to being a, a new parent and you know a younger parent um and i just you know i've always just tried to make that a priority for myself um you know one of the things that i found particularly with um you know string sports and training you know throughout my evolution with that um I've, I've i've solely evolved myself into being a morning worker outer um and i've been a morning worker outer longer than i was a you know after work worker outer um and you know it sucks because i have to get up really early particularly now because i work you know fairly far from where i live but you know i just I, I have I can't really do it any other way so I find that 
you know, I have to figure out how to sort of sacrifice other things so I can get the requisite amount of sleep so I can get to the gym in the morning. Um, you know, it, it was a lot worse when I was in prep because obviously I was already tired because of the reduced calories and, you know, all of that stuff. So, you know, it was always kind of a guessing game trying to figure out, you know, what I needed to do to get an adequate amount of sleep. But, you know, for me now, it's not even so much a, an issue of, not being able to sleep, um, you know, except more than in the occasional I'm stressed out or I have a lot on my mind. It's really about, you know, consistency for me, like making sure I get into bed every night, you know, mm -hmm. at that certain time that is going to allow me the optimal amount, optimal amount of sleep. So that's kind of what my where my journey is now figuring that out and figuring out how to do that and remain disciplined, but still get all the nine bazillion other things that I have to do done <laughs> before I go to bed. <laughs> so, um, you know, just like I said, just kind of introductorily, I just kind of wanted to put that out there. So what about you, D? Like, what has that whole sleep? What has your sleep history been? <laughs> well, see, here's the, ir the irony of the whole sleep thing for me. I am an all or nothing kind of sleeper. So I know we talk all the time about me having a pituitary issue and a thyroid issue. And... When you have those two issues, one of the first things that comes up um, for both sides of that for me is my sleep patterns. I basically can't get enough sleep ever. Um, I sleep never endingly. Uh, that was mm -hmm. probably, looking back, that was that's almost always my first symptom that something is wrong when I sleep never endingly. Like I can mm -hmm. easily in, you know, do a 12 or 13 or 14 hour sleep pattern and mm -hmm. one of the things that comes with that condition is thyroid issues often look like depression and you know how people mm. when they say, talk about people having depression they sleep a lot and so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's my that's that's my number one is i if i'm like oh good morning and i'll go to the gym and then i have to come home and take a nap mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. deadlifting makes me this was the one that was kind of the sign for my pituitary thing was that I would go and do my deadlift session and I'd have to sleep for an hour in order to be mm -hmm. base level functional to go to work. Right. Um, so for me, sleep functions in this really strange place where too much of it is a symptom. <laughs> There's something really mm -hmm. wrong with me. Mm -hmm. But in my normal day to day life, when everything's all balanced and healthy, um, I still really like to sleep. I like to nap. Um, naps are life. Naps are like, like they really are. I, I, I as a little kid, I was not a big napper. I was a sleeper. Either I was going to bed or I was awake. There was no in between. <laughs> but I, as an adult, I definitely in college, I was a big sleeper. Um, I would pull it all nighter in a heartbeat, but I slept a lot leading up to it. Um, mm -hmm. And now as an adult, I nap constantly, especially on days when I don't have to work. Weekends, where's mm -hmm. D sleeping? sleeping i'm sleeping right that's where i am um i try to keep a pretty tight like you said because i'm a early morning worker router i the, the 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 evening thing there's just too many there are just too many things for me when my day is over at, at work i need to go home i don't need to go to the gym i'm far likely far more likely to skip the gym altogether if it's something if it becomes something i do after work so i have had to learn and groom myself to go to bed earlier um I do know that my, for me, stress completely impacts my sleep. Mm -hmm, I have mm -hmm. a terrible, that is one of the things that I have felt the most as we were talking about with this new job is that I am not exhausted all the time. 
I've had mm. tired because, you know, whenever you, you change jobs, there's a stress level there that's just learning what you're doing and kind of the upheaval right. that comes with that. But, like, the... Um, I'm able to sleep at night now. When I go to bed, I'm done. Unless I'm an idiot like I was the uh, last night and completely forgot to turn off every light in the house. I was sitting, I was dead ass asleep with the door unlocked and the fucking lights on. <laughs> but in, in under normal circumstances, once I'm done, I'm done. And I have been sleeping like a baby because for me, stress is, that's where it comes out the, fra- the fastest for me is I won't be able to sleep. I will, I used to, there were points at my job where I was so stressed out and in grad school where I would sleep an hour and a half a night and still manage to go to the gym and <laughs> uh, wow. go to work. I was working a full-time job in grad school. I would work my full-time job, work, run my full class, my full-time class load, study, walk my dogs, go to the gym, take yoga, take dance on an hour of sleep two hours of sleep because that's what stress does to me stress is um if it's stress that i can't control i i I don't sleep if it's stress i can control that's how i control it by going to sleep i'm like okay i'm stressed Mm -hmm. out i can't do this anymore i'm going to sleep and that's right that's that's like my hiding place you know how little kids will go and hide under the blanket that's how yeah that's pretty much yeah that's a huge like procrastination mechanism for me too like if i have i'm overwhelmed about whatever or i'm trying to avoid something i just go to sleep Yep. Yeah, or and, and it's funny. Go, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I don't want to deal with it. I'm going to bed. Good night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was funny too what you mentioned with respect to um depression. Like that is a big you know, like you you mentioned how, you know, sort of when you were getting too much sleep, like that's kind of a, a red flag for you. That is definitely one of those situations for me where I know that something's going on with me, um, you know, with respect to my mental health and I need to address it because I do, I just start, even though I like to sleep, I'm pretty regular. Like I, you know, I have my set sleep time. I can get up, I can go do what I need to do, you know, and I'm not like sleepy per se, but if I find that, you know, I'm just wanting to sleep all the time, that usually means that something off with me um mentally or with you know managing depression so I that's kind of one of the first things that I look to when I you know when my sleep patterns change whether it be too much sleep or too little sleep so you know that's definitely and, and that's definitely one of the things that can affect um your sleep patterns too um you know your mental health so um you know it, it's really good to you know one of the things that's really good is to and we can talk about this a little bit more and you know kind of uh you know, pro tips and things like that, but to kind of really assess your specific sleep pattern so that when you fall outside of that, you're aware of that, right? And that could be, you know, kind of taking notes about, you know, when do you feel most rested? How much sleep do you, you know, do you get where you feel like I'm ready? I'm energetic. I can kind of wake up, you know, once the alarm goes off or without an alarm and kind of go through my day. And then at the end of the day, you know, I can kind of fall asleep and be asleep, you know, just just paying attention to those patterns will help you when you get out of that pattern to figure out maybe what's going on or to pinpoint, you know, what the problem is. Um, it was really interesting because, like I said, you know, for this episode, I was, you know, doing a little bit of research as it pertains to um, athletes and sleep patterns and, you know, just sleep in general. And I came across a really interesting article. Um, well, there were two. One was on breaking muscle. I love them. They have like the most yes, interesting so much good um, that talked a little bit about, you know, why obviously sleep is important just for the average person, but in particular for an athlete, um, because obviously, you know, the it, when you get adequate sleep 
sleep that's going to um, impact you know your performance you know at your particular sport or in the gym positively um, it's going to help with you know sort of those nutritional issues um, one of the things that increases when you don't get enough sleep is cortisol so if you're trying to lose body fat cortisol is one of those things that will impede that progress so that's why it's really important to make sure you're getting enough sleep um, in addition to you know obviously you know looking at whatever nutritional um, protocols you're following and if you find that you're not you know reaching your goal or losing the body fat that you want to lose you know don't only just look at your diet look at your sleep patterns too um, and then it was really interesting because I was reading another article um, and it was talking about different athletes, um, famous athletes and sort of what their sleep patterns were like. Um, and it was saying, you know, for example, um, Roger Federer and LeBron James typically sleep for an average of 12 hours a night, which I thought was crazy. Wow. Um, and Usain Bolt, um, Venus Williams, um, they get up to at least 10 hours a night, right? Um, and so it's interesting because you would think, you know, these people are so busy and you know, they have all these things going on. They probably don't get a lot of sleep. But, you know, professional athletes, I've found um, the ones that are successful really do prioritize sleep. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things, like I said, where, you know, they you know, it's a priority for them and they, they don't waver from that. It's like, yeah, I know I have this event or I have this thing going on, but I need to get X amount of sleep, you know, whether it be because we have a game tomorrow or, you know, I have to, you know, I'm at this space in my training. So I've really been kind of looking, um, you know, really looking at that and looking at people that are successful at what it is that I'm, I'm wanting to do and, and paying attention to kind of, you know, what, what that what that looks like for them um, I think one of the hugest issues and this is something I've noticed you know much more um, to be much more common you know in recent years again especially with the advent of social media is like there's almost like this badge of honor that comes with not sleeping which is the dumbest shit ever um, you know you see these memes about you know while well, you're sleeping so and you know I so in your competition is at the gym yes. or blah 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 you know whatever well, like I said sleeping, before they're working right I'm like well good for that bitch I'm, I'm gonna take this nap you know or you know you know you can sleep when you're dead or you know constantly grind and all and it's like people brag about having you know insomnia and only sleeping three hours a night and all of this stuff and I'm just like I don't know how you're doing that shit, but that ain't, that is not my ministry. Um, you know, and I nope. think for whatever reason, like we just have it all backwards with that and people well, just really aren't paying. Go ahead. I think it's the idea that, and you're right. It does. A lot of it does come from social media that, mm -hmm. that this idea that if you, I don't know, post enough or show off enough or I don't know what word it is that to get at what I'm thinking about this, but it's almost like the more time you spend awake, the more you can post and the more visible you are and the more you can do and blah, blah, blah. And then you're famous, but that's not really how this works. Right. And yes, it's very true that, uh, a friend of mine actually posted something that made me that very similar along those lines the other day. He's, um, and you've heard me talk about him. He's an attorney overseas. I won't say where, because I don't want people looking him up. <laughs> But um, he's a music attorney overseas and he uh, works for a very large firm, very well-known firm overseas. And then he also has started his own, I think it's like a talent management or production. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but he has his own business on top of his full-time salaried gig. And he often talks about how he doesn't sleep very much. 
But the thing is, is I get it in that situation. You have a purpose and that's not his life plan to forever and ever, amen, spend the rest of his life not sleeping. And I think it's fine if, you know, like I said, when I went to grad school, I had a full-time job, full-time grad school. I danced 20 to 25 hours a week and I still went to the gym. Clearly with studying added in there, I wasn't getting much sleep, but that was a temporary arrangement. That was not Mm -hmm. a lifestyle choice forever and ever, amen. This whole we grind while they sleep thing, Okay, well, you keep grinding, but when you grind yourself to death, right? Then what right. do you do? Or you're, you that's... can't figure out why you're getting the flu every other week, or you're susceptible right. to, you know, you you keep injuring yourself, or you know, whatever. It's like, bruh, you're not sleeping enough, you know. Um, and it's just, you know, a- again, it's just really interesting. I, and I think too, like I said, you know it seems that this seems to particularly be an issue with women, you know, like if we're sleeping, then we're not successful as moms or, um, you know, in our careers or, you know, whatever. It just seems like that pressure once again, always falls on us. And don't even get me started on black women. Like, you know, like we do all the things all the time. We take care of everybody else and, you know, sleep is just not a priority or, or, or it, you know, it seems like in our community, that's not really um, something that is valued as a priority for, for us. You know, again, you know, my mother and my mother-in-law's famous phrase is you can sleep when you dead, you right. know, that kind of thing. And, you know, but that's I where think, you're going to be if you don't sleep. Dead. Right. And I think, you know, we, we do ourselves a great disservice with, you know, with that kind of attitude. Um, or, you know, the perception that if you, you know, get whatever amount of sleep that if you leave things to be so that you can get that adequate amount of sleep, you know, you're lazy and all this other stuff. And it's just like, we gotta, we gotta move away from that narrative because it's fucking killing us. You know what I mean? Like, you know, my mom is, um, you know, going to be 80 next year and, you know, she doesn't sleep. And I mean, she's retired. So, you know, it's okay but like i mean literally she averages maybe three hours a night and i'm just like how are you even functioning i mean i know how she's functioning because she she gets to she can nap during the day but it's still just not healthy you know and i mean a lot of it i think has to do with um you know my, my my father passed away um you know well over a decade ago but i really you know, I, I don't think she's ever recovered from that. And, and I have an older brother that passed away. Um, you know, I don't think she's ever recovered from that. I think that there's some depression going on um, that she, you know, hasn't addressed. And all of that affects your sleep patterns. And so she's a very light sleeper. You know, she sleeps with the light and the TV on. It's like, come oh on, gosh. lady. How much sleep are you going to get that way? You know what I mean? Um, but again, it's like this, you know, it's almost this badge of honor, like, oh, I was up all night cooking. So y'all could have Thanksgiving dinner. And so blah, y'all blah, have blah, dinner. Blah. Yes. Right. You know, and it's like, nah, lady, you, like you need your rest. It's like babies and old people, like you need your fucking rest, you know? And I just, I, I, I wish that, you know, I, I really want, you know, us to move away from that narrative because just like so many others I think it really is damaging to us um you know in terms of you know having it all and doing all these things and like you said you know oh well if I'm I'm the more you know the less sleep I'm getting the more exposure I can get and blah 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 and it's like this badge of honor and all this other bullshit you're not getting no awards for not sleeping sis. <laughs> like well you know it's, and, it's and you'll find go oh, go ahead that one of the things I was reading something, a conversation today about this whole, you know, black women and we don't sleep and blah, 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 blah. And it was, there was actually, it started out, I kind of fell down a click hole of like 
women's issues type health issue type things and mm-hmm. it started out with just all women period and a woman in the thread a black woman made a really good point and she said and it kind of turned into like a spin-off thread with black women and they said you know mm-hmm. women in general we were, were raised never to ask for anything mm-hmm. we're raised to be invisible we're raised to be quiet we're raised to be small we're raised to be not needy then when you pile that on top of black women we're raised to not ever need anyone or anything and this woman was saying to another woman in the group who basically kind of put up this post where she was just crying out for help because she said she was basically falling apart. She said, you know, mm-hmm. I can't parent my kids because I'm too tired. I can't cook. I can't clean. I'm failing at my job. I feel like I'm failing at my marriage. It was like this long list of things she felt like she was failing at. And essentially, when you scratched away at what she was saying, she was saying she was fucking exhausted. And this mm-hmm. woman said, when was the mm-hmm. last time you asked your... She said, when was the last time you told your husband, not ask, told your husband, go make dinner? Right. And she said, mm-hmm. I've never done that. And she said, well, so that's your problem. You're walking around trying to run an entire household by yourself. What does your husband do? Nothing. And we can't always, we can't, (laughs) and and, and, and I'm a firm believer in, you know, and, and some will disagree with me on this. I can't, if I don't express what I need, I can't be upset when I don't get it. I'm so past the phase of life well he should just know how i'm feeling Nah, that's not how this works if you want something you need to express that you need to say hey i'm exhausted i cannot do this anymore and not ask for permission or can you you need to do this these are the things that i need from you you know and i mean my (laughs) my husband will tell you bless his black ass heart (laughs) um i will i am a ninja like the way that it is now so you know my son is in eighth grade his bedtime is 10 30 uh by the time he goes to bed me right here i'm already asleep most nights i'm like take your bath you know i've we've we've had dinner we've i've checked homework i'm like you can have some free time you know no electronics no tv but if you want to read you know in bed if you want to write in your journal bet i'm going to sleep so most nights he's awake after I am, you know, and I just, you know, I had to tell my husband, I said, listen, I can't, you know, this is what I need in order to function. I just need this, you know, whether it was, you know, during prep or, you know, when I was pregnant, stuff like that. And and, and thankfully, you know, he's an amazing guy. And he was like, bet I got you, you know, whatever. But yeah, I, th- I there was no way I was going to be able to, you know, and, and here's the other thing too, that's really interesting. So for whatever reason, I ended up marrying a night owl. So we were literally on the complete opposite spectrums with respect to our sleep patterns. Like my husband, you know, he is the type of person where he, you know, he doesn't kind of get into his groove until 10 or 11 o'clock at night and he stays up late. Um, and you know, he works from home most times. So he has a little bit more wiggle room where he can get up a little bit later in the morning. And I'm like, bruh, that's all well and good. But, you know, that was kind of an issue for us for a while because he would be so butthurt because it's 10 o'clock and he's like, well, we haven't spent any time together and I want you to stay. No, 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 bro. I'm going to bed. I, 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 no, I'm going to bed. <laughs> you know, this is your window of time. If you can't, you know, get with me in that window of time, you out of luck until the morning. So, you know, we finally, you know, I think he finally just recognized, okay, we are just on completely different, you know, planes. And it's selfish of me to be like, 
to try to make her adjust to to sort of what you know what what is my optimal time or whatever so he's pretty cool with it now um you know i i try to stay up a little bit later like on saturday night just to hang out with him um but i mean you know again i i try real hard to, to stick to my you know 9 30 10 o'clock so you know you you better listen you better get in where you fit in <laughs> i mean and i mean that in many different ways um but yeah, I, you know, I, I, I am unash I am unashamed about what I require in terms of my sleep. And if some shit is undone, you know, when I go to bed at night, it's just gonna have to wait till the morning. Because for me, getting enough rest is, is, is more of a priority than getting the dishes done or, you know, doing whatever at night that needs to be done. So I think that we really have to get more comfortable with that. And I think, too, it's just also one of those things as you get older, you do get more comfortable being more vocal about what you need and what you require to function as a human being. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's really important, too. But um, I also wanted to touch upon the fact, you know, for folks that are trying to figure out, you know, am I getting enough sleep? Am I not getting like and how that affects them? Like, you know, for me, one of the things that I've noticed recently, um, when a couple of things, and this is again what really made me want to, you know, kind of tackle this in an episode. First of all, you know, I'm 46, um, and you know, I, I I'm doing okay with the black girl magic and the melanin and all of that, but I've noticed that when I don't get enough sleep, it shows up immediately in my face. Like I mm -hmm. literally wake up and look like Miss Jane Pittman, like. I, I mean, like I get these, <laughs> I get these massive bags under my eyes that just, you know, no amount of concealer in the world will, um, you know, conceal. Um, my skin is dull. Like I just look a mess. Right. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I can put, you know, all the makeup on the world in the world on, I can do this, I can do that, but it really boils down to, I did not get enough sleep the night before. Um, and then I also noticed that that everything else I do is affected like the other day I had gone to bed too late for whatever reason and I got up the next morning I went to the gym and I noticed like both at the gym and like when I came home in that day at work I was literally walking around in a circle because I didn't know what the yes. fuck I was doing I didn't couldn't remember shit I didn't know what time it was like it was bad you know and I was like uh-uh this cannot become a habit right um again i've noticed like i noticed you know during my prep that um i you know when i w those weeks that i wasn't losing um the body fat that i should have been losing a lot of it had to do with not getting enough sleep um you know i was not as stringent with my diet when i stayed up late and because i was just eating bullshit um and i mean it, it just permeates into every area of life right um, and so, you know, that's, again, for me, that's how I know, okay, you need to step back and you need to really make an effort to consistently get your ass in bed on time. So like, what are some of those things for you that you notice that you automatically attribute to, um, I didn't get enough rest. I am the angriest sleepy person on earth. I am the grumpiest, angriest, meanest sleepy person on earth. As in, I yell at my dogs. I yell at, if I'm gonna get in a fight with somebody, I mean like an argument. I am way too old to be having fisticuffs with anybody. <laughs> Don't catch I mean, these hands. I'm, I mean, you could, I was gonna say, you catch the hands if you want to, but I'm too old to be doing that. 
Um, right, right, right. But I will like the mornings because you know I've got two of them and I've got two dogs here and they're dogs. They they have their moments where they want to pounce all over each other and run around and it's four thirty in the morning. I'm like y'all little motherfuckers, shut up! It's four thirty in the morning. And normally I just kind of laugh it off. But the days when they make me want, like I'm just like, oh my god, like I like clawing my eyes out because they're bothering me so much, or they want to cuddle and it's pissing me off that they want to cuddle. It usually means I'm not I'm 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 not sleeping enough because mm-hmm. everything's making me. I mean, dumb stuff will make me angry. Like you know, why did I have to turn the key the extra time to open right. my mailbox? Like, <laughs> I'll be at my husband like, why are you breathing so hard? Stop exactly. blinking. He's like, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, so do you why find are these that Cheerios like, shaped like circles? Like stupid shit makes me angry. Right. Time, like when I'm sleepy. Like dumb, dumb, dumb stuff. And I have to. Right. I mean. That's the big one. That and like you were saying about walking around in the circle because you can't remember what the mm-hmm. fuck you're trying to do. That's me mm-hmm. all day, all night. Yeah. When I was in prep, I used to find myself at Target sitting on the floor crying in Target because yep. I couldn't remember why I was there. And yep. I knew I had a reason to be there and I didn't want to have to leave. Right. Because I knew I was going to go home and be really mad that I had to go back out because right. that seemed like just as bad an idea, but I didn't know why I was there. So I just like walk around on the verge of tears or sit yeah. on the floor in front of a shelf and cry. <laughs> like, yeah. I am a very emotional, sleepy person. I think that's my, yeah. uh, that's what I notice is that everything except happiness, every other emotion is mm-hmm. 10 times more acute when I am dramatic. Yeah. I get, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. And I noticed too, you know, with respect specifically to lifting, um, you know, if I do make it to the gym in the morning again, I'm, I'm, I'm more foggy headed than usual. Um, and I I don't, even if I don't necessarily like I, I could, I I still have the same amount of strength maybe, but I find that I, I run out of gas much more quickly if I haven't gotten enough sleep. Um, so I may be able to execute, you know, the lifts or whatever, but in terms of having the stamina to finish my entire workout or, you know, oh, this, you know, this, this reps are supposed to be till, you know, sort of failure. Like my failure is about 15 reps sooner than it would be had I not, had I gotten enough sleep. Um, you know, and it's like, to me, you know, for me, that's always, uh, usually enough motivation for me to be like, okay, Brie, like tonight you got to make sure you get in the bed on time, you know, or whatever, or, especially if you, you know, you're trying to work towards a goal. Um, that's definitely one of those things that, you know, I, I, I tend to notice, um, how, like I said, how, you know, not enough sleep affects my lifts like I just can't and and again maybe you know age is factored into there too like I just can't and my recovery is so much worse like I I find that I'm so much I'm so much more sore and like feeling like kind of my nagging injuries I feel them a lot more when I'm not getting enough adequate rest um you know so or I find I think myself it really between sets sitting on the floor like yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep yeah I mean it, it and I the think next it thing does. you know it's been 15 minutes between sets right and you're like I'm tired yeah yeah it's it's awful things that I could usually do with like a 30 second rest become yeah minute rests just oh because yeah I'm too tired to even yeah wrap my head around the lift yeah. <laughs> and it's you know and i think for a lot of people you know it, it i think it's sometimes it's difficult to stomach that you have to get more rest it's particularly if you were you know as a younger person you didn't necessarily require as much because again it's one of those signs that you're getting older you know and a lot of times i think we just don't want to 
um, recognize that fact or we don't want to own up to that fact like yo I'm gonna have to do things differently because I'm not 20 anymore I'm not 30 anymore and I think you know sometimes like I, I really feel like that's kind of what is going on with my husband like he he knows good and goddamn well that he needs to <laughs> you know get in bed at a certain time to function the next day and it fucks him up when he doesn't but he absolutely refuses to do it you know and I'm just like so you're just gonna stay up till three o'clock in the morning okay bed like you realize and he's just like oh you know I work so hard and this is my time to unwind I'm gonna unwind and I'm like but you're so fucked up the next day like you're just gonna sacrifice okay great um but I think he just doesn't want to you know face that fact that yo bruh you are not in college like you cannot do this <laughs> you know it affects everything that you do you know and I'm, I I would fight with him like regularly about it. and I just said you know what you grown do what you gonna do but I'm gonna be in bed and do not wake me up you know so I think I guess we all have to arrive, you know, kind of at that realization on our own time. But, you know, we all got to make that transition because if you don't, you know, you everything you do is it, it, it suffers. You know, everything you do suffers, especially if you're an athlete. So, you know, I think that's one of the main things is is just recognizing that. Um, and then I think, um, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, either for you know you personally or, or, or things that you know kind of help that situation if you find that um, you're not getting to bed on time or you're not staying asleep or you, you just can't sleep period which kind of leads into you know insomnia which is kind of a, a little bit more serious offshoot of what we're talking about but you know what have you done you know during those times where you found that your sleep was off to kind of get you back on track I am a big big fan of routine um you have to I, for me it's really important that i signal to my body that it's bedtime so i kind of have to do almost the exact same thing every single night um because if i don't i don't sleep well i, I might go to sleep but i won't sleep well um so whatever your routine is i think if you can get into a routine whatever that is if it's wash your face mm -hmm. and then drink a cup of tea or whatever the case may be that routine for me is really important that that happens in the same order it's a little mm -hmm. bit people think i'm a little insane but it it helps because it it becomes very clear for my body okay it's bedtime yeah and, it signals to your body it's time to go to bed and i think for me the other thing and this is going to sound absolutely insane and it, it this i cannot promise that it works this way for anyone else but it's become it's something that as i'm old i don't really like admitting and i don't really like saying this but if i fall asleep somewhere other than my bed I don't force myself to get in my bed anymore. Like if I fall asleep on the so if I fall asleep on the sofa, I do not for and I and I wake up at you know midnight for a second and I'm like, "Oh, I'm on the sofa." I don't force myself anymore. I used to get be like, "Okay, you have to sleep in your bed. Get up and go in your bed." And what I realize is that when I do that, I wake up and have to start the whole night all over again. It's almost like, "Okay, I'm on the couch. That's nice." And go back to sleep. I do far better with that. And for some people, I've, I, I've noticed that some of my friends have said the same thing, that the interruption of their sleep cycle to get up to go somewhere else where they're right. supposed to sleep makes it that much worse. So for yeah. me, I've realized that if I fall, if I'm so tired that I fall asleep somewhere other than my bed, 
just oh. go with that. Just get yeah. into a more comfortable Whatever position than I probably did. Whatever works Yeah, like for I you. fell asleep literally sitting up straight the other night. I was so mm. tired after, I think it was my first day of work. I fell asleep on my sofa, on the chaise lounge part of my sofa, mm-hmm. with the laptop in my lap, completely upright, with my head just like tilted back. Mm-hmm. you know on the back cushion and when i woke up i was like what's going on and i just right. i said oh i'm on the sofa and i turned sideways and i went to sleep so mm. if you're one of those people who fall asleep other places and you find that when you get up to go somewhere else to go back to sleep to your like your bed where you're supposed to sleep yeah you awake just don't do it anymore right your doctor won't tell you that but right. some, sometimes it just works that way i don't know why yeah it is, it is what it is and that's the <laughs> thing everybody's different like different things work for different people like i know for me like i said it's not i i think my issue is just being disciplined enough to stick to a schedule every night um you know and some of the things that i found that that are helpful for me are um you know so what i've been doing lately is um you know i will either lay out like gym clothes for about three days in advance like just pick out an outfit or you know when I come home from the gym in the morning before I go to work I'll pick out my gym clothes for the next day and my work clothes so I'm not spending that time at night you know spinning my wheels trying to figure out what to wear and what to do and all of that so that's been helpful for me Um, obviously you know prepping my my meals in advance like you know doing a few days at a time is helpful because then I don't have to worry about it at night when I'm just so exhausted you know or what have you um and then um one of the things that um I haven't been doing that I plan to start doing that my husband actually suggested um is that when I do find that I'm stressed out and I'm having restless sleep and I can't get enough sleep and I have a lot of stuff on my mind he was like before you go to bed write the shit down either write out a to-do list Mm. or kind of just write out briefly what's bothering you so you can release it so you're not thinking about it when you go to sleep you know and I'm like that's That's a great idea so yeah so i'm yeah i'm gonna um i think i'm gonna really start you know doing that more often and then here's the other thing and this was advice that my ironically that my mom gave me um and i've read this too about making you know your your bedroom hospitable to 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 restful sleep um and there's a couple of things that figure into that number one you know invest in a good mattress i cannot stress enough this how important this is and i mean obviously everyone's going to be at a different price point but even if you have to save for a little longer and you can find great deals during different times of the year like if you google you know when to buy mattress or mattress sales and things like that you know you can find some good deals but invest as much as you can in a great mattress because it is going to make a huge difference in the quality of sleep that you get i remember when we um first got married and my mom was you know i like again i I think we talked about this before like i didn't grow rich you know it's pretty solid working class but my mom there were certain things that she was like you do not cheap out on and one of those was a mattress and you know that stuck with me as I got older and so when I my husband and I first got married you know when we went to go you know buy a bed and I'm looking at these beds and he was like bitch do you know how much that costs and I'm like, trust me yo trust me on this and I mean you know he like was just could not believe how much I wanted to spend on a mattress but let me tell you like he's like I 
he was like, that was the best decision you've ever made. And ever since then, we always will go for broke on a mattress. Um, so try to invest in the best mattress and best pillows that you can, um, you know, that work for you. Um, you know, do some comparison shopping, literally go and lay down on them. I mean, you're going to be sleeping on this shit every night for at least 10 years most times. Yes. So, oh, speaking yeah. of that mattress thing, y'all do not get played by these mattress in a box companies. Go and read about them before you buy them. Because I know I have a lot of friends who are who have been caught up in those. I don't know if you've seen these out here, Brie, but all these companies that now will deliver basically a right. rubber mattress in a box. Right. Well, it's brilliant. The theoretical idea behind it is great. Um, and I'm not going to say any one company's name. But yeah. Read the reviews before you do it. Part of the game behind this whole mattress in a box thing is that they give you, most of them give you between 90 and 180 days free. Right. They know ain't nobody putting something as heavy and annoying exactly. as a mattress in their house, back in a box. sleeping on it for a hundred and a hundred and something days, and then tent sending it back. Almost no one is going to go through the process to do that. They right. know that their mattresses aren't all that great in a lot of the context. Yeah. They know this. Yeah. So don't get played by the price. Like just to yeah. tag on to mean, spend the money. Go ahead and spend the money. Yeah. We <laughs> listen. We not in college anymore. Like we not twenty two. Don't be getting no, I mean, just invest the money to get a great mattress. Like I said, if you have to save up a couple of paychecks or, you know, when mugs want to, you know, for your birthday, y'all give me some gift cards so I can get a nice mattress. It is so worth it. Like it really, really is. And don't feel like, oh, well, you know, I'll do that when I get married or when I do this, do that shit now, treat yourself. Um, so that's definitely in terms of, you know, creating that atmosphere for a restful bedroom is really important. Um, you know, making sure that, um, you know, again, you have bedding that you love and, you know, not having, um, you know, bright lights late at night and things like this, um, you know, are really helpful. And one of the other things too, that um, I, I would always read a lot about, um, and, and I've started doing is just making sure not to do other stuff in bed other than sleeping and sex. Like I find that, you know, watching TV in bed, eating in bed, working in bed, like the, all of that association tends to take away from sort of, this is the place where I come to rest, you know, um, where I come to rest my body. So try to avoid doing that. Um, if you can make sure the temperature is good for you, you know, some people I, I've, I've always read that, you know, you want it to be a little bit on the cooler side in terms of helping you sleep through the night, not freezing cold, but definitely not on the warmer side. So, you know, make sure you're adjusting your temperature for that effect. If you got some, you know, issues with, you know, your breathing, or whatever, get a humidifier, you know, to humidify, clean the air, air purifier and um, is, is helpful too. Um, you know, if there's too much light based upon where your room is in your apartment or your house, you know, um, get a sleep mask, um, you know, get earplugs, like whatever you need to do to make that kind of your haven. That's what you need to do. I mean, I even I'm even, you know, I, I think the color that you paint your bedroom, if you have the ability to do that as well, plays a lot into that as well. I remember when I was younger, um, we had a, I painted our bedroom red. I mean, it was nice, but it, I also found that oh. I was, 
kind of agitated. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'd be awake that. all night staring. Yeah, at exactly. Walls. So you know, pick whatever, <laughs> and it doesn't have to necessarily be a cool neutral color. Whatever colors resonate with you. Like I'm, I'm very. I love warm, spicy colors. Like those are very comforting to me. So that's how I paint in my bedroom because it just it's a very comforting um, feeling for me. So you know, whatever that might be for you, it might be you know a warm, spicy cinnamon color. It might be a cool blue. It might be you know a green or you know a hot pink even although I don't know like I said I wouldn't suggest that um, but no. really spend some time and invest some time and, and some money into creating that perfect space for you like that should you know your bedroom should be your haven you know that that place where you can always go and just immediately feel you know calm and, and secure and well rested so those are definitely some of the things and then more obvious stuff like you know making sure um you know you avoid using your phone in the bed at night like turn that shit off like i literally sh just turn my phone off power it down every single night because the lights bother me the noise bothers me and i just i just it's too much so i turn it off at night um you know until the morning um i try not to have you know, caffeine, caffeine at night. One thing I need to get better about is not having alcohol later during the day. Um, because apparently, um, you can, it can kind of cause you to wake up at night and it interferes with your sleep quality, whether because you have to pee or whatever else. Um, and some people say, you know, about eating heavy meals late at night. I don't, I mean, I usually don't, so it's not a big deal. So I can't say that that's affected me one way or the other, but I know, um, for some folks, you know, that might be an issue. And then the other thing too, um, if you can't fall asleep, um, you know, it, it's been said that it's better to get out of the bed and do something until you feel sleepy instead of just laying in the bed with your eyes, eyeballs peeled open or you're tossing and turning. So if you find that you cannot fall asleep, it's maybe a better idea to actually get up and, you know, again, read something that'll make you sleepy or maybe have some, you know, warm tea or whatever, listen to some soothing music until you find yourself feeling sleepy again. So, um, you know, There's those are just some of the... Didn't mention. One Ooh. thing you didn't mention that I see always on Instagram and Facebook, and I am guilty of it myself sometimes too. If you especially are a dog or a cat lover oh. and you have pets figure out i'm not going to say whether you should have them in the bed or you should not have them in the bed because there is research on both sides that say yes and no to both sides right but i will tell you this if you have a cat most likely your cat is an asshole and you need to take the cat <laughs> and try to get your cat out the bed my most mm -hmm. of my friends with cats lock their cats out of the bedroom because cats mm -hmm. don't give a fuck about your sleep no with not at all. your dogs it depends on your situation and your individual dog but i highly recommend <laughs> figuring out if you really can sleep with your pet because mm. i know over the years the rule in my house is this i have a quote-unquote dog blanket mm -hmm. they are not on that bed unless the dog blanket is on the bed mm -hmm. and quite frankly the two i have now only one of them is allowed to sleep anywhere near me if i'm actually going to bed mm -hmm. the other one you have a bed in the corner why because you don't know how to sit your ass down and go to sleep mm. <laughs> So bear in mind, because this is something that my doctor got on to me about a long time ago. If you have animals that like to sleep in the bed or you've trained them to sleep in the bed, um, make sure that that's actually good for you. 
and that it mm-hmm. actually is working because for a really long time i thought i was waking up because my mattress was uncomfortable no i was waking up right. because my dog was what was was an up yeah. and down all the time kind of dog so make sure that you don't have an animal in the bed with you <laughs> who you know and is it's, it's up and down all night or even in your really, room in general yeah and it's actually really interesting that you bring up that point and you know one of the other things that um even though it was really hard at the time i'm so thankful that we were you know we kind of stuck to our guns about this um and it was on the advice from the advice of some other friends who had kids before we did but they were like do not start the habit of letting your children sleep with you um for you know and they listed a variety of reasons but one of them was you know it will seriously impede your ability to get adequate rest um and so like i said you know our son slept through the night pretty much from the time that we brought him home from the NICU so that wasn't as big of an issue but we did go through a phase where he was a toddler where he would try to come and sleep in our bed and i and as much as it broke my heart you know my husband was adamant about that like nah bruh you know if you want to sleep in a sleeping bag on the floor that's fine but you're not sleeping up in this bed with us and so um you know we we actually trained him to to sleep in his own bed sleep in his crib um and also you know just in terms of you know kind of being able to self-comfort and get himself back to sleep and you know i think that really went a long ways towards us being able to get rest and you know be able to get enough rest to be the best parents that we could be. So, you know, and I know, again, there's going to be people that fall on both sides of the coin with this, but, you know, as far as co-sleeping is concerned, but, you know, now if you're a, a new mom and you're breastfeeding, like I get it, it's just easier to have your kid right there. You can pop the titty in his mouth. Like I get it. But as that kid gets older, you know, that may be something you want to think about because, of, you know, down along the line, if you're letting them sleep in your bed when you're three, four, and five, when they're three, four, and five, when they're seven, eight, and nine, they're probably still going to try, um, and and that can also affect your sleep patterns too, and and the quality of sleep that you get. So, um, just kind of something to think about, you know, there with you know you brought up pets, but you know fur kids, human kids, same you know same deal, <laughs> same, same difference. Deal. Um, and I didn't say it. No, the mom on the on the podcast said <laughs> I don't even have children. I will, I will own it. I will own it. Um, and you know our our like my. I, our older dog our old dog um you know she slept in the crate downstairs so that was never a huge issue and then angus he so he's kind of transitioned from sleeping in the crate to sleeping out in the living room and now he sleeps in our bed on this pillow that my husband wrote dog bed on because dogs can <laughs> read apparently I love it. I love that so much. So, you know, he he comes in and he curls up. And most nights he's okay. I mean, he sometimes snores like he works second shift, which is amazing to me because he literally lays on his ass all day. Um, or, you know, he'll start cleaning himself at midnight. But other than that, he's pretty cool. <laughs> and it doesn't, you know, him sleeping in there doesn't doesn't bother me that much. So um, that but that is a good point to bring up. The other thing, too, um, for folks that, you know, are, are trying to make adjustments in their sleep patterns and maybe trying to get to bed earlier. One of the really good pieces of advice that I saw was don't try to go from zero to 100 overnight. So if you are a night True. owl and, you know, your normal bedtime is, you know, 1 a.m., like don't think you just going to pop into bed at 9 p.m. one night and it's going to work. <laughs> like they they suggest doing it in like 10 to 15 minute intervals. So if you, you know, if you usually go to bed at midnight, try going to bed at 11.45 the next night for, a, you know, a week and then try going to bed at 11.30, you know, until you gradually kind of back yourself up. Um, and that's usually a better way of, 
adjusting your sleep patterns one way or the other. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, you know, I, I don't, you know, again, we're not doctors, we're not any of that stuff. So, you know, if you have some serious sleep issues that you need addressing, you know, you definitely want to seek out medical help. But, you know, I know for, you know, folks that I've talked to that have, you know, been having issues with sleep or, you know, even on insomnia, you know, they talk about um, using melatonin, which is kind of a natural um, sort of herbal remedy for, you know, helping with sleep patterns. And for some folks that has helped. Um, I think there's another one. Is it valerian root? Yeah, yeah I, think that's I think some folks have used that. But again, you know, always do your research. If you're taking other medications, always make sure that there are no counterindications between, yes. you know, those and the medication that you're already taking. But, and, you know, man, and make sure ahead. that you're not overtaking. I, uh, an yeah. ex of mine used to take so much melatonin that we were going through like three bottles a month. When you need three bottles a month of melatonin, you need to see a doctor. Right. So right. make sure you're paying attention to how much you're taking because yeah, and I'm not. I don't know. I don't know anything about prescription medication. Ambi, I don't know nothing about none of that. So I'm not even going to speak to that. No, I'm not speaking on any of that except the. Yeah, I mean the the crazy stuff that can happen because of it. Yeah, is enough for me not to say another damn thing. Right. So I'm. I'm gonna just say if you're you're thinking of going that route, please make sure you get under you know the care of a doctor if you are thinking about taking prescription medication for um, you know sleep disorders because obviously you know whatever you take will have an impact on the other things that you're doing, whether they're supplements that you're taking for you know um your training or anything else so you want to make sure everything's kind of working um you know sort of uh collaboratively together so um but yeah man i I just you know again i just thought it was really important to talk about this and to you know really emphasize how important it is to prioritize getting a good night's sleep and if you're not getting a good night's sleep to really take the time to figure out why and and sort of what you can do about it because you know, it's one of the best things that you can do for your body, not even, you know, not only as a strength athlete, but just kind of as a normal, you know, normal human being, um, you know, and, and I mean, with that said, I'm sleepy as hell. So um, <laughs> I'm a, you know, get this boy together, you know, with his uh, dinner and all that. And I'm getting my ass in the bed early tonight, because I, I, I did not get enough sleep last night. But, um, you know, do you have any parting parting thoughts about that? I say everybody get some sleep, including get me. Get some <laughs> sleep. And sleep get is your you friend. some sleep. Yes, my husband is out of town to today, traveling for work. So I am going to do a big ass snow angel in the bed and sleep <laughs> smack down in the middle of the Welcome bed. Welcome to my everyday life. I get to do girl. Every day. It's great. Oh man, great. I miss it so much. And you know, like I said, I I, I love that man to death, but. Let me just be adult for a moment. He uh, woke me up very early this morning with that tap, tap, tap on the shoulder. Y'all, y'all know what that means. And I was yeah. like, listen, I'm going to go ahead and I, I'm going to go ahead and do you a solid. But let me tell you something. Do not wake me up again for this foolishness. So I need to get some rest. Anyway, thank you guys. This is again why we for- love you. I know, I know. I try to keep it real. Thank you all again for tuning in. Um, check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out on iTunes. Check out our blog on WordPress. Um, again, if you have any comments, if you have any ideas about what you want to hear us talk about, um, you know, and yeah, man, even, um, you know, leave us a comment about, you know, kind of your favorite, you know, sort of sleep remedies or lack thereof. Um, you know, and, and we will see you soon. Until next time, I'm Bree. I'm Dee. See you at the bar. Mm-hmm.
thoughts. Bye-bye.